0: G'day, awesome people. That is you. Welcome to episode two hundred and twenty-five of the Trains Move podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have any questions at all you'd like to submit through to the show, jump on through to the website trainsmove.com. Send me an email, tim at trainsmove.com and say so this episode is basically following on from yesterday's episode from Steve, who's a regular contributor to the show. Give a quick, quick update or catch everyone up. Steve's is training for 70.3, he very recently did a sprint distance triathlon, um, jump on through to yesterday's episode 224, he goes for about 10 minutes, we'll catch you right up to date. Um, so email goes, and he basically sent this as virtually straight after I created the episode so it's why I'm plugging it in here. Uh, great podcast on episode 224. Thanks, mate. be the very first episode I've done. That was great. That's why I said everyone should go back and listen to it. Uh, I've never done swim drills in my life until you set me up with them and my swimming is getting super strong. So just to keep... Yeah, he's, I forget if I've said he's using one of my training plans. Um, forgive me if I'm repeating myself. Thank you, so with some of the breathing drills you say breathe every five strokes and then every seven strokes. I'm able to do this naturally almost the whole time I am swimming for most of the two kilometers. Every once in a while I'll start training, I'll start taking breaths every stroke and then every other stroke for a lap or two, but it feels better if I can swim the whole time breathing every fifth to seven strokes if I can feel completely fine, I feel like I swim a lot faster that way, but not sure if that will hurt my bike and run, so it goes on a little bit more, but that's basically the um, chunk of it, so, a few a few things here, so, um, first up, when, so let's say, I, I jumped on, because I have access to your, to Steve's, Final surge count, but his um, his watch also doesn't calculate his swim strokes per minute. So that that was the very first thing I was interested in, and how many swim strokes per minute he he takes on average. Let's let's just say the average person takes sixty strokes per minute. If you're breathing every third stroke, every fifth stroke, every seventh stroke, that becomes. A significant amount of time without getting oxygen in to your working muscles and working organs so uh, so you wouldn't just go for a run and breathe every th- three seconds every five seconds or or, or whatever so you got to keep that in mind i would be very interested to see you do like a couple of 400 meter tests so maybe do uh, um a 400 meter test to doing breathing every second stroke or every third stroke every fifth stroke just just play around with them and and just get a get a good gauge and have have, um so just to see the the speed versus strokes per minute versus um you know pace per 100 meters Per um, how many times you're breathing? It'd be interesting to see that that side of the things because most people, um, like I'm, I'm a very big on getting athletes to bilateral breathing because you, when you're doing open water swimming, you don't know which way the waters go, the waves are going, the chops are going. If you've got a swimmer sitting next to you, smacking you in the face as he's stroking because he's really close to you, so you may have to switch sides. So that's why I generally ask athletes to do generally breathe every three strokes. I do, because I'm massive on um, starving the body of oxygen in, in training. It's, I'm just trying to create better um, better pathways for oxygen tra- to travel just through to your, to your working muscles. When we're talking about... Um, I'm not doing a very good job of explaining this, so I do apologise. But when we're talking about zones, for instance, we'll switch it to bike zones... You know, you've got your easy, you've got your aerobic. Then you know, tempo threshold, VO two. You know, what we're talking about there isn't so much as the effort is in what the amount of oxygen going to those muscles, and we're able to able to sustain that particular effort from the amount of oxygen. So the more oxygen you're getting to those muscles, and the you know, the more you're able to push. So, um, so part of a lot of warm—not a lot of warm-ups, but a fair few warm-ups I I'll do. I'll, part of the warm-up, I'll say, do two hundred meters. Make first fifty, breathe every three strokes. Next fifty, every five strokes. Next fifty, every seven strokes. Next fifty, every three strokes. For instance, is just a nice, just a nice good set, and you're just starving your body. Um, In a race, however, and I I haven't seen too many people, you know, there hasn't been too many changes from this, there have been a couple, but not too many, most people swim every second stroke, because they're able to get more oxygen in, they're able to go a little bit faster, now if you did a time trial in your um, swimming pool, you should be able to find this as well, when you're doing your um, 400 metre test, you you breathe every second stroke, every third stroke, every fifth stroke, every seventh stroke, you're... Every second stroke should, in theory, be faster than the others. Now, if it's not, there's a big indication to me that something's happening every time you breathe, which is slowing you up, That, that without having seen you swim. that That's the first thing I'd be looking at. Um, I would, the more I'm thinking about it, I, I would dare say you're the biggest, that would be your, if you're swimming faster, breathing every fifth or seventh stroke, I would dare say there's either an issue when every time you breathe, and that's generally the case for most people when they're breathing. There, there's generally a little, uh, especially the slower swimmers. You know, we're talking when I mean slower swimmers. I'm talking about people that are swimming um, a minute forty per hundred meters or slower. When we're getting to two minutes or slower, we're probably looking at a bigger, a slightly bigger issue, and it just. You know, two minutes 30 per hundred, we're probably looking at a rather bigger issue. So generally when you see someone breathing, that is where you get, um, you can get some video footage of yourself breathing, sorry, swimming, you could probably find it pretty quickly. You want to look at, you know, how your head's situated when you're breathing, um, the way you're tilting your body, either the way you're rotating your body. Uh, look at your feet. Are you, you know, if you're breathing from the left, is your right foot doing a, a bigger kick or something, uh, or are you dropping your legs a bit, or is your elbow dropping every time you're breathing? Like, let's say you're breathing from the left, is your right elbow in the water and it's dropping more? Or, there, I'd be inclined to look at something technique there, and I reckon that that's where my head's starting to drift towards, there's a, there's a bit of a technique issue for you to be able to swim faster at five, five strokes or seven strokes than you would at every second stroke or every third stroke um, so there's that, um, going back to adding drills, um, drills I, I tried avoiding drills at first, I hated doing drills and I think a lot of people do but um, and you know when you're looking for something to, hey, you know, follow in your mind pattern, you you just grab hold of it. I remember seeing hearing a couple of coaches go, oh, "Drills are for tri- triathlon drills. They don't mix," and I thought, "Oh, you beauty." And but once you start doing them, and you and you start doing proper drills, not just any drills, but you start. Doing proper drills that will help triathletes. Now, triathlon swimming in open waters is a lot different than trying to get a personal best in a swimming pool. Um, the, we're just two different two different sports, even though we do most of our training in a swimming pool. Um, so there are some key drills. That really helps triathletes, and a lot of those, a lot of the drills that I give, like um, the six-one-six drill, the six-three-six drill, the broken arrow. Um, um, just trying to think of a few others here from the top of my head. They, they, they're really designed to help on a few things, but a lot of it's to help around um, fixing problems up as you're breathing. Um, sculling's a, a good drill for normal catch. Um, doggy paddles another. Um, drill that I like to give triathletes Um, but yeah I I would dare say there's going to be a slight issue around with your technique I'd be I'd be surprised if it wasn't like around the time you're breathing I'm a bit inclined to I'm highly interested now in, in knowing more about that so if you can get to get some video footage now there's many ways you can do this you can either just get someone to stand there with your with, with an iphone or something and just what view it from the outside we're going to see part of a picture but not fully the picture um if you can get someone with a gopro or a, a cheaper version of a gopro um and you know above water underwater to the side that's going to be the best bet we can get a bigger picture there um and there's cheap ways of doing it. You don't need to go out and buy yourself a three, $400 GoPro camera. You can jump on eBay, get one of those $35 ones delivered to your door. Um, and that, you just want it to film you swimming. It doesn't need to be crazy hot. And the way I do it, I, at one stage I was filming myself every three sw- every third or so swim straight. Every third or so time I went swimming, I would take my video camera, well, my little... F- i have a drift camera and so what i'd do is i'd keep it in the the sole section of my fins and say so no i'm because i it's best to apologize and ask for permission i beg for forgiveness than ask for permission so i i'd always just keep it inside my fins on one and i'd have this little metal weighted bit on my other fins and i'd go to the pool edge and if there was if there's any kids or women very close by i would just keep it in the fins and i wouldn't wouldn't film at all but if there was only just you know some dudes or something uh, that wouldn't bother me Um, so what I'd do is I'd just keep it on first keep it out of the um, pool facing the lane I'm swimming in but I'd cover I'd put my pool boy straight over top of it to, and in my fins behind it just to, just to hide it from the life saver, lifeguards and I'd swim a couple of strokes and then I, then I'd with my daughter's elastic hair elastic I'd attach it to the little metal piece I have and I'd sink it to the bottom and I'd swim a couple of lap, lap. I wouldn't test my luck I wouldn't be keeping it there for you know 40, 40 minutes filming my whole stroke uh, filming my whole swim set it's Get in, get it done, get it out real quick. And so I'd be filming, you know, five minutes worth of a forty-minute swim session, for instance. And and I've and I reckon I've done it. I would say it'd have to be easy a hundred times have to be now I'm thinking about it have to be because at one stage I was doing a um, a net TV se- a net series and I was filming just about every single swim that I was doing then so it'd have to be at least a hundred and I've never been caught once never and I've never had anyone really complained I had one person say what's that and I said oh it's just a camera I'm just viewing myself swimming and he goes oh okay then he made a comment like you may not, want- you may not like what you see and of course I won't like what I see I'm not Ian Thorpe but anyway um, but if you can get some video footage of yourself for, and if you can spot it yourself, that's fine. But if you want to send it through to me, um, you can, I'd love to see it and I can give you some feedback. So if any, yeah, I think that helps. If you guys have any other questions, jump on through to the website, trainsme.com till tomorrow. Hooroo.